Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. And most of them are night players are in general, just looking to get on however they can. Um, I think the one walk was close, and then the one was pretty uncompetitive, and those are the ones that you're not too happy with. Um, you know, he took a few good cutters in, but other than that, it was mainly just me messing my pitches. You game the pitches that blocked and out of bed. Is any reason for it? Uh, not exactly sure. I mean... You know, not going to have your stuff every night. You know, like I said, I definitely, you know, last game was moving the sinker in and out pretty much at will. And then tonight was just kind of hoping to have it over the plate at different times. So just baseball day to day. Um, obviously, I know it's a big part of your legacy as a Red Sox. So, and I was kind of hoping to put my stamp on the Yankees Red Sox series. You know, I didn't quite do that tonight, but hopefully I'll have another shot at it. All right, that was Josh Minkowski after the game. You heard that on the Nissan postgame show. You deserve a car that thrills you, and Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself. Shop your local Nissan store in NissanUSA.com today. So Josh Winkowski had been really good his past four. You heard him there. The issue for Josh Winkowski tonight, and he mentioned it, his stuff was not particularly good. And secondarily, and maybe more importantly, he had no command whatsoever. So, yeah, he really had four walks because the Stanton one was an unintentional, intentional walk, so to speak. They didn't just give him first base, but he wasn't going after him whatsoever. But if you look at this on the night, and this is something that I always pay attention pay attention to rather when I'm looking at a pitcher, is the first pitch strikes. And the reason I think that is so important, or the reason that is so important, I don't think it, I know it's important, is because then you get in control of the at-bat. And with Josh Winkowski, he had been pretty good in that on the season. He'd been at 59%, a little bit over 59%. You know what he was tonight? 12 for 26 as pertains to first pitch strikes. So you do the math on that real quickly. That's like 46%, just north of 46%. And you're thinking to yourself, all right, well, where does that rank among pitchers? Well, there's only the worst guy in the sport in terms of first pitch strikes is at 54% from a starting pitching perspective. So he was at 46. You're just you're not going to be able to manipulate, even with Judge out of the lineup, you're not going to be able to manipulate and maneuver your way through this Yankees lineup that is absolutely stacked when you're only throwing first-pitch strikes 46% of the time. It's just not nearly good enough. And you could see in that game tonight the issues with the command. It wasn't just the walks, right? 
he was making mistakes in the strike zone, which obviously the Yankees made him pay pretty much every time. And that's partially because he's throwing the ball up in the zone too much. So you look at this tonight in that third inning. He walks Gallo, and then he gets LeMahieu to ground out on a sinker, Torres to singles to right field on a sinker. He gets Carpenter to pop up weakly on a four-seamer. And then you walk Stanton unintentionally, intentionally, so to speak. But when he walks Gallo, essentially my point is you cannot walk the leadoff hitter. It feels like every time you walk the leadoff hitter, you run into trouble. So then after the unintentional, intentional walk to Stanton, Donaldson home run hits the home run, grand slam, four to nothing, and it's a bad pitch. It's a sinker middle, middle of the strike zone. That ball cannot be there. He hits it 107.3 miles an hour off the bat. Launch angle of 24 degrees. And I reference the launch angle because I'll get to that in a second. Hicks then ambushes him on a slider middle, middle, makes it a 5 to nothing game. Launch angle 32 degrees. So one of the things that Josh Winkowski has been really good at is he gets a ton of ground ball outs. Tonight he had seven ground balls. You look at his previous four outings, 11, 11, 11, 11. Tonight, what we saw in particular on the home runs, more balls in the air. So Josh Winkowski had been really good at getting guys to top the ball. So coming into tonight's start, his previous four, okay, he was at 2.2 in terms of his launch angle, or I should say his previous five. So that means guys are getting on top of everything. Everything is a ground ball. Right then tonight, what we saw was the ball was getting in the air more. So the launch angle tonight, and by the way, just to put that into context, that 2.2, only one guy in the sport has a lower launch angle than that, and that's Framber Valdez, who's a ground ball machine, right? That's it. That's the only guy in the sport lower than Josh Winkowski if he qualified as a starter. He obviously hasn't thrown enough innings. You look at tonight, he's just over 15%, or 15 degrees, I should say, as it pertains to the launch angle, and that would rank about 46th out of 64 pitches. And that 15 degrees, 10 to 20 degrees, that's a line drive. So he's giving up line drives. He's giving up rockets in the air compared to what he ordinarily does is he gets all these ground balls. And what it comes back to is the command. That was the problem with Winkowski tonight. So it's one bad outing. He's had a bad one against the Orioles in his debut. I kind of throw that out because it's a debut. He knew he was coming up, but he was going right back down. The other four have been good. Obviously, tonight was not great. He's going to get another opportunity in a big game coming up in the near future. Tonight was not nearly good enough, but it's one bad start for a guy that was getting his first experience against the Yankees. The bigger concern to me right now is the fact that two of your best players aren't hitting in terms of any power, J.D. and Xander Bogarts. And did you ever think you'd be saying that coming into the season, that those guys would be the problem? Because right now, there's no way around it they are. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to TC in a car. Hey, TC. What's up, buddy? Um, yeah, the the Martinez thing, it's like, do you know how many times this year I've had the Red Sox, like the first five innings or like in the game, and uh, I've been in a spot where you're like, oh, beautiful, here we go, because all you need is a fly ball. And Bogarts and Martinez are coming up, and you don't even get it, and you don't get it. And it's like, oh my God! Most, mostly, it's Martinez. It's just, you got to give JD your Venmo. He owes you money, man. Oh, you, you're not, you're not. It's it's insane. Just a fly ball, a ground ball to the right side. I mean, just anything. You know what I mean? Just it's pathetic. It's it's awful, and and it's just crazy how you had Schwarber. You did a good thing. You got Schwarber. Why yeah. couldn't Schwarber be the DH? Well, I don't understand just, that. Well, well, and look, e- look. Even if, even if. J.D. was still here. Well, why can't you find a position for Schwarber for a year and then move him to D.H.? Because yeah, clearly right now you're not going to sign J.D. Long. Yeah, 
Well, so the other thing would be this, and obviously a, bit of a mistake now. Like, if you extended J.D. Martinez, this would have made sense. But J.D. didn't get a contract extension, and right. that's a good thing right now based on the way he's hitting. So Thank if J.D. Yeah. didn't get a contract extension, why not bring Schwarber back? I, I don't get that. Oh, so it's just disgusting. And, 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 and honestly, you know, you're just talking about the ownership, but for the fact that you have Raphael Devis and you have not yet Hat, put him under control, under your your. It, it just it, it, common sense. We talk about common sense has left this society. I mean, that's common sense. So how I do you not have yeah. that guy locked up? I truly believe, I mean, and I appreciate. I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate the call, my friend. I truly believe that sort of the calculus with that whole particular situation is they were waiting to see if he could play defensively at third base every day because let's well, not forget that the guy was an absolute butcher last year from a defensive perspective. Maybe that's what their calculus was. Now, I, I felt he was going to have a monster season. In fact, my pin tweet is that he was going to win the American League MVP, and I gave you what the numbers were going to be. So I felt he would have a great season. I just don't know why the organization hasn't been more aggressive with getting him signed. Now, maybe you say, well, Bloom came here in 2020. Maybe if he started with the organization when Rafi was here, maybe he signs him long-term because that's sort of the Tampa model to sign these guys early. But the reality is the price is just going up. I mean, right now, he's the only guy that anybody fears on the other team. Oh, getting back to TC's point on Schwarber real quick. This is the underrated part of Schwarber. We all knew it, and we all enjoyed watching it. So if you look at the Red Sox last year, pre-Kyle Schwarber trade, they had a 7.8% walk rate. And just to put that into context, that ranked 24th in baseball. So they weren't walking. It was a conversation we had on the air all the time. Why aren't they walking? They were 24th in walk rate. After Kyle Schwarber made his debut for the Red Sox, from that portion of the season, August 13th till the end of the year, they were at 9.7%. That was third in Major League Baseball. So think about that. Pre-Schwarber, they were 24th in walk rate. And then post-Schwarber debut, they were third in walk rate. How about... This season, oh, by the way, Schwarber during that stretch, 19.6%. The guy was walking almost one out of every five at-bats, 19.6%. Third. I used to love watching this guy play. I mean, I'm getting sad right now thinking about it. That dude would spit on anything. You could not get him to swing at a pitch out of the zone. It was remarkable to watch. I love that move last year. I don't know why you weren't interested. But anyway, 2022 Red Sox. You, you want to know where their walk rate's at? 7.8%, which is 23rd. That's the same they're at pre-Schwarber. They don't have a guy on their team that is a disciplined hitter that works counts. They don't have it. And that was such a useful guy last year. Because remember, in the playoffs, he'd switch him and Kike would Alex Cora. But having Schwarber there in front of the big boppers, the Devers, the JD, and the Bogarts of the world, it made life so difficult on pitchers because they knew they had to throw Schwarber strikes. And the thing about Schwarber, he can do damage. But it's such a difficult at-bat for pitchers. It was a massive weapon for this team. Alex Cora mentioned it multiple times last year that it's a different type of at-bat than anybody we've had. In fact, they talked about this having like an osmosis effect on the team. Not that they used that terminology. I just did. But other guys were starting to take more walks because of the impact that Schwarber had. And right now, they just don't have that type of player. I mean, the guy that you gave the big money to, clearly Trevor Story's not that. I mean, that guy is a free swinger. 617779. 7937 the number. Brian Barrett with you up until midnight. All right, let's get to him. Let's get to David in Florida. Hey, David. Hey. What's up, first, man? First of all, do you have any, and I'll trust your opinion, 
Oh, yeah. Do you have any observable, never mind what you think or what you hope, but do you have any verifiable, observable, empirical proof that Frenchie, if they're going to go with him at first base, that he's getting to the ballpark at 10, 11, 12 in the afternoon and taking uh, an hour's worth of fielding practice? I mean, if they're going to give it, if they're going well, to I mean, if he's there, getting there at eleven, David, he's he's not going to be able to play. You want him to work for eight whatever. hours a day, he's not going to be able to play. I mean, come on. Whatever. So I you're mean, accusing they, it. So you have I no mean, proof. You have you have no idea on this, and your accusation is he's not working hard enough at it. I mean, that's pretty unfair. I'm not, I'm, I, 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 I asked the question. I just put it out there, Brian. I just put it out there. Yeah, I, but the I, way that you asked heard... the question, it was derogatory in nature, and basically you were taking a shot at the guy. I'm not, if it's him, if it's coach. Did you hear Alex score after the game? He said he's working hard at it, but he's new to the position. He, he said that after the game. You think the manager's making this crap up? You don't think that Franchi Cordero is working on it? He wants to stay up with the team. He doesn't want to go back to the minors, and he's not going to based on know, the way Brian, the Dollbacks play. I don't know. I mean, if you look at today's, if you look at today's narcissistic, complacent athlete, and I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I'm sure he doesn't work as hard as Larry Bird did, or I'm sure he doesn't work as hard as. Uh, I mean, you're as, talking as, about a one percenter, David. You're talking about one of the arguably ten greatest basketball players in NBA history, and you're comparing him to Franchi Cordero. I mean, stop. Yeah, um, whatever. Now, second of all, I don't I, I don't agree with Cora when he's talking about. And just hear me out when he's talking about Devers getting caught up in the game. I think in the ninth inning, for example, he wasn't going to get a pitch he could drive. All he had to do was get on base then. But he wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, David, hold on. Okay. Tonight, you're calling up a Red Sox post game show where the Red Sox lost to the New York Yankees six to five. You're complaining. You know how many, hold on, hold on. How many runs did the Red Sox score? Go ahead, Brian. I know. Brian, I'm He drove in all five runs. He hit two home runs, and your problem is Devers. That's your, hold on. Is that your problem tonight, Rafael Devers? He didn't do enough. He didn't do enough. He did everything. He did everything. What are you talking about? He didn't do enough. David, that is an ass clown comment. David, I can't do it. I mean, come on. No, no, I'm done with you tonight, David. I can't. David, I'm done. I'm done with you tonight. I cannot do it. I mean, that is one of the worst takes I have ever heard. I cannot fathom that anybody tonight would have a problem with Rafael Devers. I, he really did that. He really just called up this show and found some way to complain about Rafael Devers on a night that the Red Sox scored, count him, one, two, three, four, five runs. Rafael Devers drove in, let me count him again, one, two, three, four, five runs. He drove in every run. And you're telling me tonight, Devers didn't do enough. JD's 0 for 3, struck out twice. Bogart's 0 for 3, he struck out, struck out twice. Winkowski sucked. Verdugo was 0 for 4. And you're calling up tonight to complain about Devers. And then this whole thing about, is Franchi Cordero working as hard as Larry Bird? A guy that won three consecutive MVPs? I mean, come on. I mean, David, I put up a lot with you. I put up with some of your ridiculous takes. I give you plenty of time. But that is legitimately the dumbest thing that anybody has ever said on this show. And we have had, myself included, I've probably said dumb things. But I cannot imagine that there has been a dumber thing ever said on this show. I mean, that is an asinine, ridiculous take. Absolutely atrocious. 
I, even for you, David, do better. Do better than that. Oh, my God. I can't believe he said that. I heard that right. Joe, did I hear that right? He said that, right? Hello, Joe. Okay, 617-779-7937, the number. Brian Barrett with you up until midnight. All right, so if you want to weigh in, Devers, we're not having a conversation about Devers and him being a problem tonight. We're not doing that. But if you want to get to J.D. struggling, Bogart struggling, the Winkowski outing tonight, that's on the table. Something I'm concerned about entering tomorrow's game. We'll get into all that. Brian Barrett with you on uh, WEI. Your home of the Sox. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. I, I really can't get over this, man. What an idiot. By the way, Brian, I'm here. Just a lot of phone calls tonight. Oh, all right. Yeah, probably responded to David. I mean, I, I can't believe he said that. Sorry about that, Joe. I cannot believe he said that. I mean, I am legitimately stunned that somebody Rafael called Devers up tonight, tonight about Rafael Devers. Somebody had the audacity to complain about Rafael Devers. Let me tell you this. The Red Sox on the season now, they have, what is it, 79 home runs. 79 home runs of the season. Rafael Devers has 19, thank you, 19 of the 79 home runs. So that's 24.1%. Rafael Devers has almost of a quarter of the home runs this team hit. He had two home runs tonight. He drove in five runs. The Red Sox scored five, and somebody called up to complain about Devers. I mean, come on. All right, by the way, trending brought to you by Nissan. You deserve a car that thrills you, and Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself. Shop your local Nissan store in NissanUSA.com. All right, here's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. The Sox fell to the Yankees 6-5. to five. Rafael Devers, he drove in five runs in the loss. He hit two home runs. But some people think he was the issue tonight. I can't, I can't believe this happened. Josh Winkowski took the loss. Five innings, he gave up six earned. He was not particularly sharp. He walked five. One of those unintentionally intentional. But nonetheless, you get the point. He was not particularly good tonight. Matt Strom, John Schreiber, Ryan Brazier, Austin Davis, all really good out of the bullpen. If you want to look at a silver lining in this game, that would be it. Meanwhile, the Sox and the Yankees will play the second of their four games set on Friday night at Fenway. It's a 7-10 first pitch across the Shaw's and Star Market, WEI Red Sox Network. Shaw's and Star Market, perfecting the art of fresh. Tune into the Visit Massachusetts pregame show tomorrow. That's going to be at 6-10 with yours truly. That's sponsored by the Massachusetts Office of Travel and Tourism. Start your Massachusetts summer adventure at visitma.com. WNBA star Brittany Griner pled guilty today in a Russian court to drug charges. She could face 10 years in prison. ESPN's TJ Quinn is reporting that pleading now would help out with the negotiations in a potential prisoner swap. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, Brian Barrett back with you, taking you up until midnight. I'm still trying to recover after that David from Florida call. I mean, what an idiotic take. Rafael Devers, that's who he's complaining about tonight. There's a lot of people to complain about tonight, whether it be Bloom, whether it be JD, whether it be Bogarts, whether it be Winkowski, whether it be Franchi's dropping of a pop-up. Any of those things are fair things to complain about tonight. Another one would be Jaron Duran. The guy's 0 for 4. He struck out four times. He swung at 11 pitches. He whiffed at nine of them. Okay, that's another thing to complain about. He wasn't good tonight. But for anybody to think that the play tonight was to be to complain about Rafael Devers, I mean, that is just beyond idiotic. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to Art. He's in Connecticut tonight. Art, hey! Hey. Um, I know we were I know we were talking about, you know, when Jared Durant came up, he was doing so well, and... Um, Everybody's ready to put Kike in the back burner. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure right now we can't wait for Kike to get back and play center field and lead off. I, I, I like to get Kike back. Um, one of them I want to bring up is Boris. Boris is the agent. He is the agent for J.D. Martinez and Xander Bogarts, correct, yep. though, Brian? Yeah, for them, yeah. not Devers, though. Okay. Uh, during that Angel series, he has, he has his own little private booth there right in the field and they, they the, the Red Sox announcers were making comments about how these two guys are going to get paid in the offseason. Brian, right now, they're lucky they have a job in the offseason. That's how bad J.D. And, and Bogarts are playing right now. Yeah, and the J.D. thing is very concerning. The guy's not hitting for any power whatsoever. I feel more optimistic about Bogarts just based on, he did not have a good night tonight, but based on some of the swings we've seen recently, I have more faith in Bogarts, but the JD thing right now is he gets in these weird funks where he can look like one of the worst hitters in the sport. But I mean, this is jarring, and the team needs him right now. That's the bottom line. They need him, and he's not performing. Did you think the Red Sox were going to catch a break before the game started uh, with Judge? And yeah, I did a little bit. Play. Yeah, I did. I did. I felt like they'd catch a little yeah. bit of a break. I did not envision Winkowski being this bad tonight because he's been pretty good all season long. He just didn't have it. He couldn't throw strikes, and then he'd fall behind these hitters, and the problem is then they have you right where they want him. So that was the problem tonight. Yeah. He couldn't throw damn strikes. And the, the last thing, um, I'll let you go. Um, if you get a chance, I don't know if you, you, if, if you updated the wild card where the Red Sox sit. I don't know where they sit right now. But I think what Alex is just trying to do with everybody on the way back, and I, I brought up Kike, and I, and I you, 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 Evaldi, Sale, you go right down the line. If you yeah. can just get him to the all-star break and everyone yeah. comes back healthy, I think we're all set, right? At least take my well, and I feel good, Art, if they can just get to the tournament, right? And I appreciate the call. His line's open at 617-779-7937. I've said this on multiple occasions. I believe Core is the best tactical manager in the sport. What he did last year to Kevin Cash was criminal. He embarrassed Kevin Cash. Kevin Cash, what Alex Cora was doing to him was very simple. He was saying, okay, I'm going to put one of my lefty relievers in early so I can get Meadows out of the game for late so my righties can go up and they don't have to deal with Meadows. Cora did that strategically. So I have faith when Cora gets into the playoffs, 
he can figure it out in terms of he's going to get some of these relievers back with Whitlock. He's going to get some of these starters back, sale of all the etc. I feel good once you get there. The problem is getting there. That's what I'm concerned about. And the one thing that I felt coming into the season that was not going to be an issue was the three guys in the middle of the lineup, your two, three, and four hitters. Rafael Devers, no issues there. He's arguably the best hitter in the sport right now. Bogarts and JD are not hitting for power. The fact that those two guys have combined for five home runs since the start of June, that's not good enough. That's where your power needs to be generated. I don't care if Bogarts is still hitting for a relatively good average. He has got to start doing damage. Same thing with JD, even more so with JD. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to... Pete in Hart or Pete not Pete in Hartford. Let's get to Mike from Connecticut. Hey Mike. Hey Brian, what's up? I mean, I I, I agree with you. Duran had a bad game, but let's not think that Kiki Hernandez is going to save the season, please. I mean, no, I, I don't. Th- as... I don't think that, Mike. But I would like to get him back just because he's such a good center fielder compared to Duran, who. For a guy that has, he has great speed, we all know that, but he takes some of the worst routes to balls I have ever seen in my life. I mean, he is atrocious out there in the field. Well, I I agree with you there, but... But I like him at the top is, of the lineup. I'm not I'm not disputing yeah. that. I like Dr- Jaron Duran, but I think he there's definitely looks, a role for Kike with tired, team, Brian. especially he, he considering like you got Jackie playing a lot in right. Oh, God. And by the way, I thought he should have made that play. I don't know what happened on that play tonight. I don't know if he got a bad read or whatever. It felt like a weird route that he took, and he's one of the best outfielders in the sport. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you, Brian, um, is – I don't know how old you are, but were you old enough for the Boston Massacre in 78? No. Okay, because this is Boston Massacre, too. They have no chance to win a game. And I'm going to tell you that right now, they have no chance to win a game. This weekend. They're getting swept because you know Seabold and Crawford, they don't have any kind of the stuff to get the Yankees out. And Pavetta's well, a very Well, I'll say this. Pitcher. I'm more concerned, Mike, about tomorrow Seabold because Seabold has not been particularly good. Like uh, some of his stuff is looking, but the problem is second time through the order, he's getting absolutely pounded. Opponents hitting 500. That's, so that's a. It's a massive but, issue. So, But the Crawford thing, I did feel better about Crawford last time. Did you, Mike? Because um, he changes. He started throwing more curveballs. I, I, I just don't. I just can't. You just can't trust him in a big game like he's up and down. The kid, yeah, the kid choked up tonight. But anyways, Brian, we got we to gotta talk about this bloom. I mean, the, <laughs> obviously the biggest mistake he did was not bringing Schwarber back. There was no reason for that, Brian. And I, I don't get I why mean, there was the no defense, interest. Like, why wasn't there interest? Yeah. As, uh, the defense at first base stinks anyway, so no matter who's in there. So yeah, so what's the point of not bringing back? him back? If you're going to suck on right. defense, you might as well suck with a guy that hits 27 right. bombs and walks right. 20% and of the base. time. Oh, yeah, I'll God. take that. But, Brian, what, what is he doing? Is, is he in Antarctica or something, this bloom? Is he even in the United States, or is he going to wait till they're 500 and, and, and try to do something? You know, he's counting on a guy, Sale, like you said, he really hasn't pitched for four years. And, you know, let's face it, Walker's arm is dead. You won't see him for the rest of the year. Now he's he's going on the aisle. Dude, this team, they, they got to make a move, Brian. I, I don't know what they're going to do, but they have to do something. 
Yeah, it's very concerning right now. And to your Bloom point, I, I just I, I felt like this is and this isn't me second guessing him. I said in the offseason, I'd like them to bring Schwarber back. And I got the right. position wasn't I perfect. Talk and, about it. Yeah. And the other thing that I thought was, hey, in the offseason, there's a lot of relievers out there. Why don't you add some right. of these guys that are known nothing. quantities? Right, because like even the Shriver right. thing, Mike, so even like the Shriver thing, it's a great find. Nobody's disputing that, right? Yes. Bloom's done a lot oh, of good tremendous. things, but it was going to take a while for Shriver to emerge in this bullpen as like a steady guy and a high leverage guy right. because he didn't have a proven track record. So that was going to take a while no matter what. So like, for example, Colin McHugh, this is a guy that we know the Red Sox like because you know why I know that? They signed him in 2020. And he opted out of the COVID right. year. This is a proven reliever who has pitched in the American League East. And I know that Rob Bradford asked him about, hey, what was the Red Sox interest level in you? He said, not much. So that's a guy that you could have had here that Alex Cora could have known entering the season. Okay, this is a high leverage guy for me. This is a guy that can give me two innings at a time if I need it. And Hein Bloom, for whatever reason, was not interested in bringing him back. But And another thing, Brian, is... Why is Cora being so stubborn and keeping Martinez in the three-hole? Brian, he looks like he's he's swinging a, a, a battle axe around him. He has no bat speed. His head is flying off the ball. He looks absolutely terrible. And even Bogart tonight, when they're down by one run, he was looking just happy to get a walk instead of yeah. trying to hit, to hit a home run. This is yeah. This is so. But hold on, this is the only thing I'd say to that, Mike. Who are you putting in the three-hole? I would move Devers down. Obviously, he's the best player on the team. There, there, I've always been, and I know he's been doing very well on a two hole, and it's a tough thing to take him out of there. But you got to move him into the three hole, Brian. You, you cannot have Martinez in there. I mean, it, it is just unbelievable. But so and then, the, what are you moving? Jamie up to second? No, we'll move him down to sixth or seventh until we <laughs> until we can get a. No, he's terrible, Brian. He's terrible. Yeah, I He's like the only thing I say feet. though, Mike, is like the pro. There's like they're not doing anything with runners in scoring position, and I just don't know. Like, right. are there going to be guys in front of Rafi? I like most teams now. They put their best hitter second, like when Judge is back, yes. he goes into the two hole. So I like having Rafi in that spot, but they have got to figure something out in terms of maybe Alex Cora will shift the lineup. He did it earlier this season, and that's when the offense took off, right? If you go back to it was May the 10th, he put J.D. third, and that's sort of when the offense started to take off. Maybe Cora will make another adjustment. He's done that before, so I wouldn't be shocked if he did that. But one more thing, Brian, you have to make you have to be concerned against good teams. their, Their record is terrible. Well, Let's they're now nine it. and nineteen they, against the division, and they've been outscored yeah. by twenty nine runs. I mean, that's not nearly good enough. No, and they feasted on the on the central and the west, and it's and they got a bone tonight. The Yankees didn't even have their best two hitters in there; and they couldn't beat them. I know and that was a disappointing thing. Hey, I appreciate the call, my yeah. friend. His line is six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Yeah, and we don't know, by the way. If Judge is going to play tomorrow, he he may not. They may just say take two, two days off because we're kicking the Red Sox ass anyway. They may just do that with Seabold on the mound. They may just say, yeah, you know what, take another day off. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to Rick from New Hampshire. Hey, Rick. Hey, how you doing, Brian? Good. I got a, I got like six points, and I want to just run them by you and let, let you talk and see what you think. Okay. If we can. Um, first off, we're not Tampa Bay North. Do you agree? Yeah, that pisses me off. That really does piss me off because 
He said today on the Greg Hill show, did high and bloom yep. that they asked him, Hey, does it hurt seeing what Schwarber's doing to paraphrase the question? And his answer was that, no, it doesn't hurt me as much to see guys with proven track records do it. What hurts me is when I don't find the diamond in the rough. That, that what, that's what he said. The guys that go right. under the radar. So you're, right. you're running the Red Sox. That, that should not be your answer. It shouldn't disappoint right. you more that you didn't find the guy that was under the radar and you didn't bring back Schwarber. That, I hated that answer. That is the Tampa Bay answer. Right, and I talked to you about that a while ago because I thought Schwab would be great. Hey, they're not that great at first base. He could fill in there till Cassis at some point could come back. Or J.B. Martinez is playing on gas. There is, like, nobody wanted to pick him up. So we end up re-signing him for another year. He's done. And Schwab would have fit right into that spot as a DH if we had to, if they're like, oh, he can't play first. But he, he, he can play better than the two nitwits they have. Well, and, like, if you're going to stink defensively, at first base, why don't right. you do it with a guy that drops 27 bombs in the first, whatever it is, up until the month of July? I mean, Schwarber's second in all of baseball in home runs behind only Aaron Judge. And, totally by the way, agree. he'd give you another difficult at bat outside of Rafael Devers in your lineup because he takes all those pitches. Right, right. And then getting back to Bloom, I think he was there to broker the deal with Mookie, uh, running him out of town, so he'd be the scapegoat. Now, if he does the same with Xander Bogots, now I think Bogots is hurt. He's got a bad shoulder he's playing through. That's yeah, I why think his, he's banged up, too. I think he, he's banged can't, up, He too. can't get any lift, okay? Uh, JD's just old. He's done, okay? He's just he's juiced out. But I think Devis is definitely looking at what's happening because he wants to see how the Sox deal with people and treat Xander, his good friend. If Xander's gone next year, the next year after, he's leaving. And I disagree with that be take. High and I, totally dry. Dis- I totally disagree with that take. I understand you your point so? because they're buddies, but if they put $400 million in front of him, make him the highest paid player in the sport, or make him give him that Bryce Harper, Mike Trout type deal, you think he's going to say, well, because they didn't bring Xander back, I'm gone? I just can't see no, that happening. I, no, but I, I'd like to see him actually do that because they talk a good game, but when it comes down yeah. to dollars and cents, you know? My other oh, that's point fair. Is, that's a that's a fair point that you're making there. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think just because, say, hypothetically, Bogarts plays for a different team that that off automatically means Rafi's done. I don't buy that. Okay. Uh, the other thing is, why are we still like, you know, we never get a bona fide big time closer. We're actually we got like auditions with all this junk. It took us forever to get rid of, get rid of Robles. We still have Bonds. He's toast. Salamore is toast. We yeah, need to jettison these guys. And the whole thing about finding diamonds in the rough, yeah, you found Whitlock, you found Schreiber. How many more people do you think you can do that at the cost of uh, trying people it. out? We're getting losses. Yeah, and then I the other it. thing is, how many World Series championships did Bloom win in Tampa? As many as you and me, man. That's right, none. So <laughs> it's going to be the same with him. And you watch, he won't win anything diddly with the Red Sox until he's gone. And they'll run him out of town, you know, like they do other people. The last thing is, you know, I think this whole thing with the Red Sox, John Henry, this is a portfolio piece. He's in the NASCAR. He's in the soccer. He's in a, he bought the goddamn Pittsburgh Penguins, please, right? We need a guy like a Kraft that uh, has a love of baseball, a love of Boston, and wants to do right by the organization and the fans. Yeah, but okay. I, that's I, think what we that's, think. I think that's unfair. Like, I don't um, think this team has been – pinching pennies or anything along those lines. Mookie didn't well, want no, to be but here. They like, throw, 
they throw good money after bad. They have guys in the organization they just blow out, and then they have to turn around and save face, and they're, and they're buying these other guys, and they've not yeah, proven commodities of, in Boston. Yeah, but so think about the Celtics, right? Wick, you would consider yeah. to be a team guy, a Boston guy, right? Right. He's got one championship. John Henry's well, got I four. See, yeah. Right. So, I mean, like, I don't think I don't think it's affected the product. Now, I'm not telling you they're perfect. I certainly wouldn't say that, Rick. And I appreciate the call, my friend. They're definitely not perfect. They've definitely bungled a lot of things. But I don't believe right now the ownership group is the problem with this team. I don't. I think that it was poorly put together in some places, first base, bullpen. But other than that, that's on the front office. That that's not on the ownership group. If Heimblum wanted to bring back Kyle Schwarber, I believe that the ownership group would have said, yeah, go ahead and do it. You know why? Because Schwarber was good for business. Schwarber was a fan favorite last year. He had a nickname here. He was a fan favorite. So he was good for business. So I don't believe that John Henry being a businessman would say, yeah, don't do that. I think he'd say, yeah, bring him back. That's great for us. So I believe that's more, way more on Bloom than ownership. I don't blame ownership for the majority of this stuff. All right, 617779. 7937 the number Brian Barrett with you up until midnight. Oh, I will touch on the on the sale thing briefly too. 617-779-7937 Brian Barrett with you here in EI. All right, Brian Barrett taking you up until midnight 617-779-7937 the number. By the way, I do want to get to this Chris Sale thing briefly. I'm not mad about it. I this John Tomasi wrote an article about it. I was on with Fourier and Mego earlier today. Fourier's pissed about it. I don't have an issue with it whatsoever. The guy did not have his fastball command. He walked at a run to tie the game up. He was pissed off. That's what happened. He was pissed off. He ends up getting filmed, throwing stuff around. He broke a TV that was already broken, so how could he break it? People make it a big deal about that. He already replaced the TV. He bought the team lunch. I don't have an issue with it whatsoever. He was pissed off that he performed poorly. I don't care. I do not care that he was mad and he pulled a tantrum. He was pissed off that he let his team down. He was pissed off he did not perform the way he wanted to perform. I'm not going to get worked up about that. I have no issue with him taking out his anger on a broken TV. Sorry, I don't know why this is a big story today. 617-779-7937, the number. Let's get to Steve from Centerville. Hey, Steve. All right, let's get to Peter from North Providence. Hey, Peter. Peter. <laughs> All right. Let's get to Patrick from Spencer. Hey, Patrick. Patrick. Okay, we'll try one more. David from Rhode Island. Hey, how's it going, Brian? Thanks for Good, how uh, are you? taking my call finally i'm great um i was at the game tonight and uh first off i just want to recognize the spectacular play right. work hey i appreciate and... the call man you gotta drop that his line's open if you want to grab it at 617-779-7937 yeah story could not hit tonight uh so i'm guessing all these other guys are gone 617-779-7937 the number if you want to join us we're up we're with you up until midnight so I don't know if we want to take that chance and get any more Raphael Devers takes. Yeah, Yeah, that's for sure. All right, so I want to get to the sale thing real quickly here because I watched that game yesterday in terms of sales 
performance, and it was rocky for sure in terms of his fastball. It's not like he got hit hard or anything along those lines. He had legitimate trouble with his fastball command. He was pissed off about it after the game, and you could tell at times he was overthrowing. That was the issue, is he was overthrowing with his fastball, so he was missing. The good news from that game was his slider looked really good. He threw a bunch of back foot sliders to righty, so that pitch was there, and the changeup was there. So those are two positives I took away from this game. But the one issue and the one concern that you have is think about it from this perspective. Essentially, this is Chris Sale's second spring training start, right? where this is the second time he's pitched in an actual competition situation this season. So he's obviously way behind, and he's still working through things. And right now, in his last outing, he didn't have his command. So that has to be at least slightly concerning. Now, he said he's excited to throw his bullpen and get ready to throw his bullpen, and hopefully that'll help him later on and that he'll be ready to go next week. It appears he's going to start Tuesday against Tampa. So that's all well and good. But if he struggles with his fastball command against the Tampa Rays, it's going to be a massive issue because right now, this team does not have stability in the bullpen. And if you bring Chris Sale back in the rotation, think about it. You need Pavetta to give you a quality outing and give you six, seven innings because... Right now, Winkowski tonight gives you five. You don't know what you're going to get from him going forward as the competition gets better. I have faith in the guy. I think he's going to be good next time out. But nonetheless, Seabold, you have no expectations for a coming up tomorrow. And then you look at the fact that you're basically going to have a bullpen game on Saturday with Austin Davis and Cutter Crawford. You need length out of these starters. And Brian Bayo, in all likelihood, goes again on Monday night. And Chris Sale, a guy that admittedly, and we all saw it, he walked five guys last night, struggled with his fastball command. This is very concerning. Now, Whitlock, hopefully he can get back next week. He's going to throw a, he's gonna throw in Worcester over the weekend. So hopefully that means since he's coming back as a reliever, he only needs the one outing because of the fact that he doesn't have to get stretched out. He's just pitching out of the bullpen now. Hopefully all he needs is that one tune-up, and he's available to go next week where he can give you the, that multiple inning role again where you can go two to three innings because if you don't have that, I just am really, really pessimistic and worried about where this team's going to be at next week. All right, thanks to Jackson and Joe for producing. I'll be back with you tomorrow for pregame. Have a great night, everybody. Be safe, man. Be well. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.